Welcome back to another edition of Advanced BS. Today we're talking foods with Master Chef Stephen J. Wonderlick and his sous chef Caleb Marie Woodley. I'm your host, uh, Logan the Blowgun Nielsen, and uh, and boy howdy, I'm just I'm just rock hard to get into some some <laughs> some food talking. Yeah. I want to get my mouth flapping mm-hmm. and get our hands a clapping yeah and boy things will be happening here on advanced bs on national public radio mm-hmm. we are going to take you to the height i would say the climax of flavor the summit mm-hmm. mm. and, just... and just really we're gonna we're gonna start slow mm-hmm. and we're gonna work our way up and yeah. just finish everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hi, welcome back to Events BS. We're doing we're doing our PBR. Caleb was waving. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for everyone. Hi. He waved with both his hands at the microphone. You can feel the, the energy. Yeah. You can feel the air move. But uh, this is the, we just we just cooked a shitload of food with PBR as uh, the connecting ingredient. Yes, PBR and everything. It was. I felt like they finally ran out of ideas on Iron Chef, and this was like the saddest one. <laughs> the guy's just like, you're cooking now! And then he lifts the crate, and there's just a 12-pack of PBR. <laughs> but that's what it was. And we Bobby made... Flay just looks angry. Just <laughs> he angry. always does, doesn't he? he yeah. Says, Hell yeah. But uh, we, uh, <laughs> we, we made a lot of food and some drinks, and everything had PBR in it as an ingredient. Everything. Everything, everything. in one way or another. Everything, everything had PBR. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... For my money, the most impressive thing that I didn't think had any PBR in it, but like you did find a way to do it, was the corn. Yeah, not to start there. off. Yeah, yeah. Right well, away, uh, like, no, that, that's well, that's that's the that's the one that because we we grilled the plot stuff and we baked. So when we had we had appetizer, main course, dessert, mm-hmm. and drinks. Even yep. we yep. and not just when we say drinks, I didn't mean we just drank PBR, which we did, but we also made some new drinks. What would, what would you like to start with explaining? Let's let's just start off at the the easiest thing that I made. Um, and some of these are recipes that I, I took from a, a, uh, a website called The Deck Chef. Uh, he had some PBR recipes. I did alter them slightly, but we can. We'll put up a link that gets yeah, you to all those recipes. There's gonna be links, and we have we're gonna have a nice big video that we're, that's gonna be up too. Yep. On our YouTube page and our Facebook uh, of all the shit we were doing, all the recipes and all that garbage, and yeah, yep. yeah, bye bye. And I'll I'll talk you through some of the stuff we made today, and then we also did invent some some stuff which I'm excited about. Yeah, we made yeah. some shit up, but uh, and we augmented some recipes. We did and... augment some things slightly, just based on our personal taste and some flavors that were missing when we we tried some some test bites, and we we yeah, altered yeah. them slightly. Yeah, we ain't we ain't afraid to to, to mess with the rest. No, mess no. with the rest. I'll mess with the rest. I almost yeah. quit the halfway through. No, it yeah, works. Yeah, it rhymes. Yeah. So I made, I started out with a barbecue sauce. Uh, this was one of the recipes from the Deck Chef. Uh, it was a kind of Carolina style mustard barbecue sauce. Uh, it does have a full can of PBR in the sauce. That one, pretty easy to make. It was just a mixture of a bunch of different ingredients. Think of your typical barbecue sauce, some vinegar, some ketchup, some mustard, some PBQ, uh, PBQ, PBR. Some PBQ. Which became made a PBQ, PBQ. sauce. Um, it was tasty. It was a good sauce. It was really it was good. good. Uh, the diced onions, I was thrown off by at first because I was like, oh, there's texture to the sauce, but like it ended up, yeah, really adding yeah, a special. I, I thought about using an emulsion blender to get that sauce to be a little bit smoother. Yeah. But uh, I just realized now how bad of an idea this episode is. No, it's okay. It's okay. It'll still be fine. Expl- explaining, making Let's, a sauce. Uh, it just dawned on me. In this it's okay. It'll be all right. We'll oh, talk about oh, this. No. Let's get it. The video is what really will will sell it. So you have to you have to pair this with the video. But um, we made the barbecue sauce. I ended up being too lazy to blend it into a smoother sauce, so it ended up being a little bit chunky. But it's good. The next thing we made is our appetizer. We made hush puppies with PBR as the main ingredient in that instead of water in them. Um, so that was a little little bread balls with. Uh, <laughs> I believe yeah, I believe that's the industry term. <laughs> bread, balls. bread balls, bread balls, bread balls. Can I interest you in some bread balls this mm-hmm. evening? They're they're deep fried bread balls. Deep fried bread balls. I touch them a lot with my own hands. Mm-hmm. I just kind of palm them and Why roll them a little bit. Why are they called hush puppies? That is a damn fine question. Are they question. the only thing to get someone's dog to be quiet? If you throw them one of those, because they choke on them, and the dog, <laughs> yeah, dog doesn't good. make any more noise she after did. that. The dude, Maddie, my, my dog did get one, and she uh, she did have a hard time getting it down. It was yeah. it fell on the floor. I didn't just give it to she, her. She hasn't made any noise since then, so. <laughs> 
She's no, she, they live up no, to their name. No, she was good. We were moving our chairs, and we got a very judgmental look from the dog. So she's alive. She's yeah, alive. She's, she's alive good. and bitchy. So yeah. so everything's good. So so we made those. That uh, we did use that recipe. That was from Deck Chef. But unfortunately, we tasted them. They were a little bit flavorless. They tasted mostly like onions and, and cornmeal. You you have more experience in food than I do, but you you tend to want food to be flavorful. Yeah, yeah. I mean usually you now flavor. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, it cool. Took me, I'm a novice. I'm a novice. No, I'm I, learning. I've been, but usually I have, lists I have been working in restaurants for 15 years. I went to culinary school for three years. It took me a long time to realize that if you're going to make food, you're going to want something in there that has some kind of flavor that, tastes, that people that, taste. That, that tastes taste, good. Not even necessarily tastes good, but that you can notice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that it's yeah. not bland. Um, right, right. It took me a long time. So Mostly I just cooked a yeah. lot of just bland flavorous food because I mm-hmm. thought that's what people wanted. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, it, as you get classically trained, that goes away and you realize... People like you to know taste what? something. I'm gonna go food. crazy. I'm gonna put it in a thing. People notice. Yep, that's yep. what I'm gonna do. So we we kicked it up a notch. Bam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, wow, that was yeah. the, the wimpiest way to steal someone's catchphrase. <laughs> uh, so we we bammed it pretty hard. We just—it sounds really sad now, but we just added some some seasoning, salt, and some parsley. <laughs> but it worked. Dream big, gang. But it worked. We wanted to add celery, didn't have it, so. That Neither. dream died, so... <laughs> this is so lame. It's pretty uh, lame podcast. Okay, we're going to keep going, though, because we're going to review yeah, the yeah, I do. I do want to call out how, how anemic Caleb looks right now. He looks like he's about ready to pass out. We are very tired. We ate, And yeah. full. We, uh, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. We ate so much food. Uh, every we, Everything that we ate was coma inducing. Yeah, because because yeah. I see a lot your of eyes, meat and your bread. eyes are your eyes are glazing over a little bit. A lot yeah. of meat, bread, and alcohol. Yeah. Me- so. <laughs> meat, bread, and alcohol, and we and we started with alcohol and bread. That was mm. while we were cooking the stuff with protein in it and vegetables. We were right. we were just eating hunks of bread and and, and drinking PBR. And yeah. Logan Logan picked me up this morning at around eight thirty eight forty five thirty, and it's yeah. Just, and it's, uh, and I it's about four p.m. right now. We <laughs> cooked for. Three or so hours, because it's an hour up to Steve's from, from mm-hmm, the city where mm-hmm. we live. And then had we had to do some other shit. But So we cooked for, what, three hours? It was like cooking a while. Three, three and a half a hours. And then we, had a little, we had a little snafu. I was trying then, to use the grill, and my propane tank ran out. So that was yeah, so we had to go we, get, go get a, a refill. But And then we were, and we were shooting video and shooting platings and stuff like that. So, so we, that we needlessly extended the process. But Yeah, but the so, videos, I think, will, will help with this no, episode. Yeah. Being able to see what we made, see us tasting it. Kind of get a good visual because there are some really interesting looking stuff that we made and it, it, we just can't do it justice through a podcast. But we did want to do an episode of how much stuff you can make with PBR and, and maybe in hearing us you'll want to try some of these and that's why we'll get you yeah. get you the recipes. Yeah, we're trying to mix up the show. We don't want to just talk about something. We want to do something. Yeah. Mm. So we did something physical. So there's no history in this one. It's just a lot of something we tried and, and it worked out pretty well. So the next thing I'll move right into the two entrees. We had uh, shish kebabs that were uh, some some beef and some andouille sausage that were marinated overnight in a mixture of some soy sauce, steak sauce, and PBR. Um, those were added to uh, some skewers with some red and green peppers and onions, and we grilled those up. So we had some shish kebabs. Uh, <laughs> shish kebabs. I mean, something that really made a difference in the flavor for my money is the uh, the. The dusting of the garlic powder and ginger powder yes. uh, just before we kept uh, brushing them with the marinade. Yes. It really, yep. th- that really clung to them, and you could really taste the ginger in there. It was really nice. Yeah, so yeah, I, I coated them with ginger, already, ginger and garlic powder. Taste the ginger. Taste the ginger. Ride the rainbow. That's my mom's name. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Mom. I was going to say, that's just what's on the marquee signs for Carrot Top in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> taste the, the ginger. They come in and taste the ginger. Carrot top. Well, uh, every night. Uh, goodness gracious. Yeah, so, so we had those. We also did some pork ribs um, that were also coated in a nice dry rub that Caleb put together. Mm, so dry. And soaked in, uh, or soaked, but uh, basted in uh, some PBR as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I continually coated those with PBR as they were on the grill. But then we wanted to do something that we hadn't done. And when we did our, our first episode, we talked about going into the world of advertising, and we said we wanted to do some PBR teeny. We made it was just a pun of PBR teeny. Yeah. And, and we decided, you know what? Let's fucking do it. So that night, we were racking our brains on how to do it. Yes. And it's been, this is what two weeks later, or something yeah. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> and we uh and we thought of it, and so we did two ones. We did we did a sweet one and a savory one. Yep. Y- you guys know more within it than I do. So I, oh. yes. So. So the, the, the idea behind them when we came up with them, we were saying the whole joke came from we were going to go into the, 
the advertising in, in one of our episodes. So we said we wanted to do a Mad Men, and we we're just going to sip martinis and wear suits and talk about everything. And then he said, let's do, let's do some martinis. But in our first episode, you learned the history of PBR, that they at one point made cheese and sold that off to Kraft. So we thought we would do a savory one. I wanted to do it in the style of kind of a tribute to Kraft, and I don't think we really hit that at all. No. But we got as close as we could. I was going to put some a cheese cube as a garnish, but we... We were afraid enough of whether it was going to taste weird, so we yeah, didn't want to stick cheese these in were, it. These were gambles enough. To, they were big yeah. gambles. To like, whenever, whenever, to whenever you want to make PBR as like your main spirit in a drink, yeah. for, with mixing with other stuff, you're kind of rolling the dice. Which in and of itself, PBR as a main spirit is a weird sentence. Yeah, it's that's a, yep. that's totally already yep. crazy that's sentence. Our, you already have that thought hanging over you. That's right yep. in there. And then the, the so sweet one, though. We made a sweet one, and this one I think we hit really well. But that one's be, that was because they are the ones who kept Hostess alive. They yeah. bought Hostess in 2013. So we made a Twinkie. Twinkie martini PBR with PBR team. as one of the major ingredients in so it. So real quick, what was in the savory one, one of, one of you's two? The, the savory one um, was going to... The savory one was two parts PBR. Yeah. Yes. Uh, two parts Sriracha... Vodka. Mm-hmm. If you can go find a sriracha flavored vodka, a uh, UV has a UV sriracha. Has one. That's the one we use. Um, and then we added in uh, two parts of Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix, mm-hmm. and then we coated the rim with Lowry seasoning salt. So it's yeah. almost like a Bloody Mary red beer kind yeah. of a martini. Yeah, because the conceit of this is that we're replacing gin with PBR. Yes. Right. So we're taking the gin out of the martini and putting in PBR. And this savory one. I usually don't like I don't I one I don't like gin so I mean that's fine we got rid of it but yeah. I don't I don't like martinis and I don't I don't like tomato drinks I really don't like bloody marys I don't like spicy tomato shit and I didn't hate this you guys liked it more than I did I love bloody marys but it's a, um, yeah, yeah you, it's a, you're, it's, a, you like bloody marys it's a really yeah. light bloody mary it's a light, it's light, it's, light. It, that's that's what's really great about the PBRs because it's a a lighter it's beer like that tomato sh- beer shit that absolutely you had. yeah uh, chalada like I that. had yeah. one of those last night in fact but then with um, the, the like, sriracha it's got that kick to it's it it's got a kick to it and it like it um it, it lessens the the harsh pepperiness of a the the mix that we had and it was mm. nice it makes it much more palatable and the light beer flavor also gives it like yeah just there's, the drinkability so factor is so and much I, and i think you already said but we coated the rim with lowry season yes salt, which my first taste uh just a big clump of lowry yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i i mean i like lowry so i'll stand behind it uh but it uh, but it will overpower any drink you have right. it near <laughs> it's yeah. a very yeah it's a very flavorful uh, uh, seasoning. I mean, let's move on to the, the second one. Caleb, would you that, like to describe our sweet? I, I actually thought, I, I, I don't know how we didn't think of this before, but we called it the Martwinkie. Uh, right? Oh, oh. It's a Twinkie, it's a Twinkie martini yeah. with PBR. I didn't know how to work all well, three of those. No, 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 it's, it's totally good. It's a PBR Twinktini. That sounds awful. <laughs> Twibarnky. I don't know what's fucked up. <laughs> it's an old Twibberkini. <laughs> Twibberkini uh, is probably the most <laughs> successful. Twibberkini? Twibberkini. You heard it here first. Twibberkini. Twibberkini. Uh, uh, it's got a. Uh, it's got a. It's got two shots of uh, birthday cake vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one shot and then of... garnished with an entire birthday cake. Yeah, you just a whole cake right you, gotta, you, you have to buy a whole birthday cake. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like then it has uh, one part of the PBR in there. And I think we could have done two. I think we could have done two. I think we could have easily two. done two. Half and half. Uh, and then uh, it has a little a splash of amaretto. Mm-hmm. And then uh, would you like you would say like a, maybe a dash of the vanilla? Yeah, maybe a quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract. extract. And then um, rimmed with uh, whipped cream. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Yep. Cool, cool whip. whip. Right yeah, just, around the rim. Just right. You put that just, right just, into your. Yeah. Uh, Steve dunked it in, and it just. It, yeah. It was uh, uncomfortable yet erotic. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You just it dunk was, it right into the cool whip tub. That's what you, wanna, you do. You want to feel sexy? Dunk a martini glass you, into a. You cool want whip the tub. martini glass to feel like it's entering a hot tub. That's the, <laughs> that's what I'm going for, and it just you just slow ease it in first. there slowly. Only and up then, to its shins at first. Yep, and then it comes right back out for some reason because it decided it didn't want to go in there. <laughs> Wait, there was uh, a creepy guy sitting in there. Yeah, there was a creepy yeah, guy in, like, in oh, the I tub. Can't. That guy's breathing heavy and So it got about a foot, a foot to the ankle, and then this, and then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I you were saying you put it a foot deep. And I'm like, no, no, you yeah. got up to then, the ankle. Then, and then, then it went to the sauna out. for a minute, and then the heat yep. didn't bother. Then it just covered it with alcohol, and then decided to just go back to its room and jerk off. That's what it. 
So, so that was it. And actually, surprisingly, tasted a little bit like a Twinkie. It, it was really it did actually. I mean, like the I would say the really deciding factor was the uh, the whipped cream, the Cool Whip on the uh, the edge. That's, that's what makes it more Twinkie. Though. And it totally prepped you for how like it is really yes. sweet. It's super sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like as soon as you put it to your mouth, you had the whipped cream first, and it prepped you for how much sweet alcohol was that, going yeah. in. Because because cake that birthday cake vodka is strong. It's very very it's, strong. And not and, and not alcoholic, but it's just it tastes it tastes like fucking cake. It's a big hit. Right. So you, because you said it right when you took a drink, Caleb, that you you said that the whipped cream prepared you for it, and it does. It kind of it eases you into drinking a whole fucking cake. It's right. Like, very saccharine. But yes. the, the great thing about this martini, I think, for us coming up with this recipe is cake vodka in itself is clear. It's a clear liquid, but with the PBR, the look of this, and you can see it from the videos that we'll put up. And we'll put I'll put up some still frames too, the pictures of everything on the Facebook page. And the Twitter look of the drink is a pale yellow colored drink with it a is. white whipped cream, so it's even got the Twinkie color. It looks to like it. a Twinkie. Yeah, it is. It has like a champagne. The yeah, the the yeah, it almost has extract a and the color, amaretto yeah. helped yeah. with that as well. But yep. uh, yeah, but I, I would say every, everything was pretty good. Everything was yeah. it was good. And we can, yeah, we can go back through. We started with uh, corn. Corn. Well, the salt. The salt. Oh, the oh, corn. I never even said that. Oh, there was corn. Yeah, we just did corn on the cob. Corn on the cob and the grill, but you. How you incorporate uh, I, PBR? I mixed uh, melted butter with PBR, salt, and pepper. Uh, I was Lowry seasoning salt again because why not? And <laughs> it goes uh, everything. I don't care. As the corn was on the grill, it's the lines of it. Right now, <laughs> as the corn was on the grill, we just brushed that mixture onto the corn itself. So it also had PBR incorporated on. It didn't it. alter the flavor too much. No, I didn't but, taste much PBR. But we did it, so leave us alone. So last thing we had were the cupcakes, which I was we very like surprised. We like those. Pleasantly surprised, yeah. like, and not not that I thought that they would be bad. Again, I think we said that before, but like, uh, yeah, you could really taste the. I PBR didn't think you would the taste center. the beer. Yeah. Surprised that the recipe actually made a difference because yeah. we because they we thought I'm just like well if not we're just gonna have cupcakes but it right I thought it was gonna just be cupcakes with PBR and being like there see you can still use PBR as the water but it tastes like PBR and not in a bad way they mix in some sour cream along with just the sugar and the butter and the eggs like a normal cupcake but I think the sour cream with the PBR ends up mild you know kind of balancing out that flavor but when you get deep down into the center of that cupcake it still has kind of a really weedy that, that beer flavor. Yeah, that bit, weedy, yeah. balty, uh, malty, balty. Balty. Balty <laughs> flavor. When you're in the Baltics. <laughs> <laughs> Bring this PBR recipe. Yeah. They will. Yeah. Uh, chocolate dipped potato chips. Eh. Okay. And you can go sweet. one way or the other. But sweet, it's, sweet, sweet and salty is always fun. What you would expect. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like potato chip. Dipped Dip in fucking chocolate. I mean, it's exactly. And then if you want, whatever to do, you're imagining, if dear you, listener, if, that's what it is. If you want to do camouflage frosting at home, it's simply a matter of make your make whatever frosting recipe. Blend you want. a hunting jacket. <laughs> Throw a hunting jacket in the blender. Uh, no, it's uh, make whatever frosting you want. I actually did one of my family's. It's not like every time I say my family's recipe, I know it came from the back of a Crisco can. And so <laughs> a lot of people use them, but. But it's something that my mom made all of us growing up. It's a different kind of frosting. It's made with lard and uh, or Crisco. I'd rather call it than lard. Oh, that's but... why my heart hurts. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why I've slowed down. Yeah, um, usually, usually cupcakes don't hurt my arteries. Right. And then instead of being just <laughs> vanilla flavored, we actually threw in some coconut and almond extract to give it kind of a, mm-hmm. a different flavor. But you can also do just a straight vanilla buttercream or anything like that. And then you use food coloring to make three different colors. <laughs> Caleb just yelled. Caleb, Caleb's trying so hard to stay awake right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yawn right at me. He's trying harder than when we recorded like two in the morning. He's so fu- like he's just he's trying to hold his yawn in so it just gives him the weirdest fucking O face. Like I don't, like, I don't know. He just he... so full of food. Uh. But yes, uh, that's I've, a good sign for this episode. No, right? it's just I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, want, no, it's not. I want to be in it, but like you I like just... you grinded up a warhead and snorted it. Like it's like, <laughs> like a, if somehow a sour flavor could be in your nose is what you the face you were making and behind your eyes. <laughs> if there's no way, uh, it's only when I cough and I'm eating a warhead. Like I'm sure. trying to, and then you get it up in your nose. Like when you cough and you're eating, it gets up. Are you eating a warhead? And you cough? I've never had that happen. Oh, yeah. It is the worst. <laughs> it's a goddamn You haven't lived. Tell me more about this. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was almost as bad as the time uh, I tried snorting Pop Rocks, because those <laughs> will get up in your sinus, and then they'll pop. It's like, this is fun. And then, bam, 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 they keep snapping up in your face. It's the worst. <laughs> you didn't grind them up? Or did you grind them up first? Or you just... As much as I could. <laughs> you didn't just snort whole Pop Rocks, did you? <laughs> I mean... When you're partying, <laughs> you do what well, you can. right. I mean, I think back and in French, the day, the French Doors French. and Hendrix and stuff used to do Pop Rocks yeah, all the time. 
I mean, that's what caused Hen- like uh, the. Oh, what is his name? The Hen. Oh, I was gonna say the Hendrix guy. <laughs> but Jimmy I met- Nope, nope. The other one. The, the, the other Hendrix guy. No. Nope. Jim Morrison. Thank you. Because <laughs> you said the Doors. Yep, I met him. That's what caused him to want. Jimmy hang- Hendrickson. Jimmy Hendrickson. That's why he was hanging out of that window. And uh, yeah, I was just there's the movie The Doors with uh, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer, and that's how he has that weird elbow with now. That, with Val Kilmerson. Yeah, Val Kilmerson fell out of that window and hurt his elbow, and that's why in Heat he looks like he has a dead elbow because there's like a one shot with it in there. What, what do you guys? Do? I have derailed. No, no, Caleb, what do you do after Heat? What movie was next? What movie after Heat? Yeah. Well, I don't know, but certainly I would guess that the movie that he did after Heat was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. After I was gonna Batman Forever. I think was Shit. in there. Yeah, I was gonna say Batman. I Forever. couldn't think of one, and Tombstone? that was Stone. Oh my God! Two, two Tombstone might have been around the same exact same time. Oh yeah, the Saint. The Saint. Oh my God! I can't believe you skipped Batman Forever and went straight to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because that was like two thousand four. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it was two thousand. Because yeah. Heat was ninety three, four, five. One of those. Oh, all three. Ninety. I would. Say, <laughs> yeah, 90, it's a very long movie. It got, a, it got a three year slow release. release date. So yeah, those Michael Mann movies. They, they just they release five releases. minutes every month. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I love I love the Saint. That's like an Elizabeth Shue movie, and she hadn't done a lot of work in a while. But then she was in Hamlet too. We were just talking about Hamlet too. too. Yeah, she's great in that. Hamlet also. She's in CSI uh, now too. She took over. Really? Yeah, Did she, she take over for Grisham? Grissom? No, for uh, the Marg Helgenberger left, and she took over because Ted because Ted Dan. Well, Lawrence Fishburne took over for for Grissom, yeah. William Peterson, and then Lawrence Fishburne left for a couple of years, and then Ted Danson took mm-hmm. over. And Elizabeth Shue's there. I don't watch this fucking show, so I don't know why. You know a lot you know about CSI. About than I Are we doing CSI amazing. month? When's that coming up? CSI oh month. God. CSI month. <laughs> One week on just Miami. A bunch of puns and us throwing on sunglasses that no one would see. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll have to put them on real hard so you can hear them hit our faces. <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses. Ah. Oh. Oh well, you got to the. I think we got to the end. With no, the I was just. Camera. I was just over there with the camouflage. <laughs> with the camouflage frosting. If you want it, you just color them three different colors, put them all in the same piping bag, and let her rip. <laughs> a piping bag is a bakery sleeve. Please explain this. That you uh, you put your frostings in, uh, and you wrap it in. A lot of hand movements, movements for audio explanation. And then you squeeze that down to the end. Essentially, uh, you can do it at home if you have a Ziploc bag and a pair of scissors. That's true. You just throw all that stuff in that same thing, cut one of the corners off. Yeah, and in the corner. Don't, the if bottom. you just cut the bottom off, you're just, it's, it's <laughs> just going through the bag. You're yeah, yeah. You, you don't just, need the bag then. You, you just, just drop the frosting on. <laughs> cut the zipper part off. You can't just do that. No, no. The Ziploc bag. Because you might as well just pick up some frosting and just drop it. Or just get like a Hy-Vee grocery bag. Or a, uh, sorry, a grocery store plastic bag. I realize that Hy-Vee is not everywhere. It's only in Iowa. I wouldn't even use a grocery store bag. No, why would you? <laughs> you said it. I did. I did. I was just taking any... Any plastic uh, sleeve yep. could uh, work as a but that was, bag. That was how we did the camouflage Get a condom frosting. and, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you uh, cut the end off the condom. Just uh, a yeah. little bit, just a little C- bit. Uh, clip the reservoir tip off, yep. and yep. then uh, and it's gonna be hard to hold. Yep, fill it with frosting. Unless you, unless you get ribbed. Unless you get ribbed, <laughs> yep. then, it, then you're going to be able to hold on to it. Fill it with frosting. Ribbed for your frosting needs. So you yep. can hold on to it better. Wow, that's for disgusting. Grip. Ribbed for grip. Ribbed for grip. Make oh, sure geez. non-flavored, non-lubricated, because that's going to affect the flavor of your mm. dish. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to uh, alter the integrity of your cupcakes. Mm-hmm. But if you want to make sure that the food is totally healthy, make sure you get the spermicidal lube. Yep. Uh, yes. That'll, that'll make yeah. sure everyone comes away. Uh, with carrying nothing extra. I don't, what am oh I doing? God, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. So CSI, CSI was the show. Took part in three major cities, right? Crime scene investigators. There you go. Yep. And there's a Miami, and there's a New York, and, and Vegas, the, which is the regular. I'm, well, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas yeah, was yeah. the place. It was just CSI. I'm just glad Gary Sinise oh, got man. a lot of work off of that. Remember how we, we did this to avoid my thing I said about sperm? Anyway, nope. uh, so there was <laughs> sperm all we... over those shows, though. <laughs> there is sperm oh, in every God. single one of those shows. There's a lot of sperm. That's true. That's true. Oh man. So those are the recipes. <laughs> I was gonna say those are those, and realized how dumb of a sentence that hey, was. Hey guys, if you're planning on starting a podcast, <laughs> make sure you don't eat. All of the food before you record, the and episode. drink the drinks, before. and drink the drinks. But it's more honestly, we're talking. It's the food. It's, we're having, it's the food. We're having trouble talking more now than we do when we're drunk. No, yeah. we had because we because most episodes we've got some drinks in us. Yeah, 
Absolutely. But, but now you put ribs in us and suddenly we're, we're I also I also do want to take this moment to point out, and I do apologize that this ep- episode isn't uh, nearly as much... OJ's innocent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to apologize that this episode's not nearly as much, like, fun fact information. This was something we decided from the beginning, though, because we're, we're this our, you know first time doing a, a an edible product, and so mm-hmm. we're like, let's try to do anything else with it. Yeah, um, and it was nice to incorporate my talents into it, and... Yeah. No, we were, we were talking about, because the, the video coming out that I shot everything, and I'm editing that, and, and, and Caleb's doing music for it, and Caleb it, Caleb's also uh, good in the kitchen, helping you out. Mm-hmm. You guys have cooked for stuff before, and he's, yep. he's helped you out, and, and Steve's a chef, so it was fun to do a project that we're all involved in. Yeah, we're all using our talents. Use our skills. We all, got, we all got things. So yeah. this was this was selfish. America. Oh, yeah, it was more for us than you. <laughs> <This> was... <laughs> no. No. But, but like, like, maybe it could inspire, like, uh, just... Take something that you all like that you that you love and, and try and make something that you are good at with it. Because that's <laughs> I mean I'm putting that on a t shirt. I heard I take heard, a thing you like and do something good with it. Right. Or whatever. Like, I what, I cleaned it up too much. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because that's what concise. that's what um what was the name of that? Jim can, Morrison. No. <laughs> the other musician we actually talked, uh John John Russell? The, oh, the Johnny country, Russell. Johnny the, Russell. Oh, the country he singer? loved something and made a song about it. That song was not good. Don't encourage Actually, people to do that. No, but no, because <laughs> even Scuzz Twitley did something. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention oh, him. Oh, my God, Scuzz Twitley. Well, this is, this is PBR related, but we, we found, in searching <sighs> for other PBR advertisement and video shit, we found this guy. I think it's supposed to be a comedic. I'm not, yeah, I, don't I wanna, hope so. I don't want to bash him. No, I don't want to give him more YouTube views. That's true. Uh, don't look him up. But, I mean, his name is Scuzz Twitley. And the song was what? Keep your hand off my PBR. Yep. Keep your hand off my PBR. And then the, the video is just two just two girls, girls in a hot tub. Big old titties. Yep. They're in, a, him. they're in bikinis and they're just like, our next door neighbor is a country singer and I don't like him being out here and he annoys uh, me and he's just every day his truck's parked out front. And that's my girl voice, by the way. If you like it. Yeah, that was very um, Monty Python. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and then he starts playing a song and they immediately start dancing. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat, they're like, "I love this song." Yeah, they went from hating a country musician next door to immediately loving it. Yeah, they, they were complaining about all the noise he was making, and but then as two soon notes as he in, they're like, playing, "Ooh, music!" Oh. As soon as the noise they were complaining about happens, they're they like, "Oh, we're, I'm on board. We're one over. I'm but, on board." Which, which, what the fuck was he playing before? No, they well, must not have liked his other he was, stuff. He was playing a really shitty version of the bass riff, bass riff from Another One Bites the Dust, just really horribly. <laughs> they were like, I'm over Or just it. banging his guitar against a wall. Yeah, that's what I think he was doing. <laughs> Shouting the word music. So Making a, then he, a shaker out of an Easter egg. Sure. <laughs> he joins him in the hot tub with his guitar... And also wearing just a uh, like a jock, a, a jock, jock strap, strap, a jock strap, not, not a, not a but fucking... and his flannel shirt or whatever, and then a jock strap. All right, now I'm gonna post this fucking thing on the wall. We're talking. Oh about yeah, it. but and just because he, he's wearing a jock, it's not just a thong. It's a white well, it's an jock, support. and you can just see every curve of his dong. You can yeah. just see every part of it. If he'd gone with any other color but white, it would have been fine. If he'd gone with a black one, you'd been like, oh, there's oh, just a, there's just a bulge there. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but you can you can just see. I'm just like, yeah, that's I can mm-hmm. I can damn near see it. And yep. no, and they like the, the thing is the reaction to the girls is like, oh yeah, let's just take this thing right off. Like they're super into him, and they spent a, like a minute at the top of the video the just how much they hated him. Hated him. I hate, but and then two minutes into a song, they're like, come hang out with us in the hot tub. He writes a country song about PBR, and they're like, well, let's take your jock off. Like I don't right? understand. Like, and I, the song itself, it it has to be humorous because it talks about the no, things he let joke. you do yeah, instead no, of touches PBR, and a lot of them were because one course is all about mutilating his genitals. Yeah, or yeah. sticking things in his butt. Like yeah. he gets really. It seems like terribly homophobic. Just not like, homophobic. No, no. He's just saying he'll let you do things to his butt instead of touching his PBR. Which, Fair enough. Which like, I mean, isn't isn't not homophobic, but but it's homophobic. <laughs> I am homophobic. I, I mean uh, yeah. a little. I yeah, don't like to I ride the care. red line. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, yeah, you, you take your satchel elsewhere. You uh, I, no, I will not share a can of beans with you. No. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of old timey hobos. <laughs> yep. They all have bindles. Yeah, bindles. That's where I look for the bindle sacks <laughs> when I said satchel. I like the word bendel. It's a fun one. I always thought it was weird how into bugs Grissom was. Like, why, why bring, why bring bugs to your work? Like, it's what you're into. 
<laughs> but why fill your office where you dissect human, like, or like you, you have to handle human DNA and criminal evidence? Why fill that office with bugs? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's just a lot of pressure for whoever has to clean that office at night. Like, you don't want to bump anything. No. Nah. You don't want to nudge anything because he had, he had some shit in some of those. He had some, he had some real ass insect aminals in there. He had some, yeah, they were they were real ones that like, and then there were like, I don't know, trophy bugs. There was definitely a tarantula in there want... that was pinned and stuff he, like. He went on some kind of bug safari. He just wanted the young hot one to marry. That's, <laughs> where, that's right. Bugs. That's where I went with trophy bugs. Those old trophy bugs. <laughs> I just want to show her off around town. I just want some arm candy. I want oh. some six-legged arm candy. Oof. Oh, a, a real. Ladybug in the streets, and a real, a real uh, bed bug in the sheets. Because it won't go away. Because they no, it won't. Oh, oh god! You get it once, it'll never leave. <laughs> Sometimes on vacation, it gets in your luggage. That's how it gets home with you. Really? Yeah. That's a nightmare. Mm. Like that. That is terrifying to me to just. Well, now I have bugs who eat my blood every night. Like, that's that's just what you live with now. No. Yep. Like, that's the nightmare of your life. This started with food. <laughs> we, were, we were eating food earlier. This started with food. And we've got and now the we're bed talking bugs. about bed bugs and CSI. So, if you're familiar with food coma... Oh, my God. That's kind of what's happening here. It's... it's we started off with such a... Such an energy and a it's more vibe. It's like food dementia. I think. <laughs> yeah. It's a snackzimers. It's a <laughs> wow. I love that. You should. You, you should. Uh, like I was gonna say. You right. forgot. No, well, you forgot. You kind of are forgetting what words mean and how to button your shirt correctly. I guess. <laughs> now you're just describing Alzheimer's. But only because you got too many snacks. Snackzimers. It's like a you put two. So that's a new phrase. So that's a thing. Like if you eat too much and you start like just forgetting people's names. You have too many fruit roll-ups. You forget your grandkids. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. You start wanting to sew your initials into everybody's clothes. <laughs> That's what the cereal. What does that even mean? I mean, I like that T-shirt. I'm gonna sew my initials into it. It's mine now. That's not how things work. Is that not how? No, 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 no. You're you're thinking Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> you just have an L address. Yeah, Pepper Incorporated. Now, uh, all right, gentlemen, tell me. What what are what are other uh, types of, of boozes you think would would go in good foods that you could make foods with? Are we are we talking just straight beers? I feel like you could make a good. Bread? I feel like think you, off the wall, guys. Go, I think go you crazy. could make a great bread with Guinness because it already tastes kind of like drinking a. Loaf Isn't that of you bread. just pour Guinness into a pan and then let it sit? <laughs> yep. and bread. Then eat it with a spoon. <laughs> It's like a bread pudding then at that point. Sure. I just put Guinness in pudding. Here, you know, here, here, here's here's a game. Okay. Tell me. Little game. I'll I'll name a booze. You tell me what you make with it. Okay. Great. I like tell me but this is a weird little weird little iron you go chef first challenge. And I'll go second. It'll start easy. Let's do something citrusy like a blue moon. What do you do with that? I think for a blue moon, I would do something that uh, we actually used to do this with with vodka and I think you could do it with blue moon. It is a drink. Can I make a drink out of it, or is that too easy? Yeah, I would do like I some do food. Foods? You can give me a drink, but I would I would really prefer food. Okay, I got a food loaded up. Okay, for food, I think I would actually do some kind of. Uh, I think I would do some kind of like donut or donuty cake, like kind of a oh. thicker cake. I think I would use Blue Moon in that, and then do some kind of orange glaze or orange frosting or something on that cake. Cool, acceptable, Caleb. See, so yeah, I was going to do a uh, like a breaded chicken, like a um, like an orange sauce. Uh, sorry, so like a uh, a chicken parmesan, but switch it and use like orangey type of things, making essentially an Italian uh, General Tso's chicken, but using the Blue Moon and an orange sauce on top. So using the Blue Moon in the sauce as well as maybe the batter for the chicken and then put it on top of pasta. I like it. I would like to see someone's portrayal of an Italian general, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I like the chicken one ballsy. Point to Caleb. This is a point. Oh, we're, doing, we're doing points now. This okay, is a game now. Okay. I don't know how. All right. I'll take, uh, the, I'll take the hot seat. I'll go first this time. Okay. All right. Next one, we'll do a, um, 
I, I want you to use a rum and coke. Mixed drink. What do you do with it? Okay. All right. A rum and coke. What I would do is I would uh, glaze a ham with it. I would glaze a ham <laughs> with a rum and coke. I would pour all of the coke in. I would put a bunch of rum in there. And then after, I would... Um, mm, I think... You know what? I think I... I think I gotta bow out gracefully and say that's all I would make for that meal because I would also be drinking rum and cokes while I made that, and I would disappoint right, everyone's so, Christmas. So your your submission is get drunk and pour it on a ham. Yep. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Pretty pretty safe. Pretty safe and pretty pretty non recipe. Good, Steve. <laughs> I am slightly cheating. I know we said no drinks, but stay with me on this one. Mm. I would make a rum based ice cream, like a rum raisin ice cream or something like that. Okay. And then okay. do a float. Using the Coke I'll allow with it. the ice cream in it. I'll allow it. It's good. Point to Steve. That's good. Point to Steve. One to one. Uh, let me think. Let me think. I want a... Um, give me a... Uh, how about... You know what? An actual martini. Not a PBRtini, but a martini. Like with, with what gin... Do you do, what do you do with it? With, yeah, everything. everything. You, okay. What you'd use in a martini. What what food you putting that in? Mm, Esteban? It's on me first. Um, I think that one... Pretty easy. I would oh, actually oh. Use, Ooh. I would actually do a linguine with like diced green olives and diced ham in the linguine and the sauce would be a like a an Alfredo sauce, like a cream sauce, mm -hmm. using vodka and maybe some of the gin or, or vermouth or something in with that sauce over the linguine. Interesting, interesting. Caleb, martini food. Hit me. I, I agree. That it's going to be an Italian dish, but I think I'm going to use uh, salmon on uh, cedar planks with a lot of uh, capers on top, and I would grill that, and then I would put that on top of rotini noodles with a vodka sauce, but instead of vodka, I would use gin and try and accentuate the junipery flavor that we have. Also, maybe add a little bit of anise in there as well. Mm, this one's a tough one. Cause I like both of those. I like both those options. I like what you guys threw at me. What's your appetizer to go with it for the point? Oh, no. mm. give, me, give me a little starter. Is it still with the same? With the I, same ingredients. With I the, mean, with I, the sure, you went first. I, I can, can go, go first. first yeah. With I the martini ingredients, cause I, I like both those main courses. All right, to start, since we're going seafood, I'd go <laughs> fried calamari. And I would also, uh, no, I would just go fried calamari with uh, Parmesan, dusted in Parmesan. Grated Parmesan. I was gonna say shredded, but I where's want to go your, with Where's grated. your martini ingredients? Oh, you have to do a shot. Yeah, it wasn't. No, no, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't just make me other food. It was. Oh, as an oh, it was uh, the appetizer. To, sorry, yes, the appetizer including. You know what? I take that back. You're going to get uh, beef tartare because there is a gin called a, a beef eater, but the beef mm. has been uh, uh, marinated in beef eater gin so you're eating tartared beef with a uh, quail uh there'll be a quail egg <laughs> that's put on top of it on the tartare you just saying all of in. the best words ever <laughs> beef tartare quail beef eater yep quail beef eater tartare <laughs> i think it just quail it to be a quail egg on top of the beef tartare I wish I knew how to make beef tartare. I'm really, beef eating quail. I'm really <laughs> reaching on that one. I honestly, I've been reaching the last uh, recipe and a half. So, what do you got, Steve? Steven, appetizer, go. Uh, since it's Italian food, I want to stick with that theme. I want to do kind of an antipasto. Uh, again, I know I said the diced up olives. I would do another blend of olives, maybe some. Again, green kalamata mixed up with some cubes of cheese, maybe some cheddar cheese cubes, some feta in there. That would be tossed in gin uh, and a little bit of oil and wine to make kind of a... It's almost like a pasta salad, but there's not going to be any pasta in there, that kind of flavor to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yours I follow more. <laughs> I understand it. And it sounds like something I can fathom eating. Because <laughs> it all made sense. Words I knew, <laughs> ingredients I understood, and more importantly, you sounded like you understood the concept of the basic foods you were using. But I gotta go with beef, beef eater tartar quail, just because. because. Oh. 
Thank you. I'm, Caleb for the win. I'm touched. <laughs> I'm speechless. How uh, can I? Quail eating beef tard for. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank all the training that I've received at just such prestigious restaurants that I've worked at, like McDonald's, and <laughs> Papa John's. Just thank you so much for everything you taught me at those establishments. I feel like that's where I really got my base. Oh, I'm getting my music. I just want to say, you know, uh, I, let's all just. God was with me every step of the way. <laughs> Thanks, mom. All right, Man, you guys have you guys have both worked in in the food biz quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's that's something I've never really done. I mean, I guess kind of been doing really it. more just taking food to people, and then I, I've never I've never I've never been in a situation where I've actually been a part of putting food together. I mean, I have really no other marketable. The closest the closest I was is I worked my first job ever. In high school, was uh, the concession stand of the pool in town. So I had to uh, heat up uh, chocolate chip cookies in a little oven, and I had to to uh, make popcorn and snow cones. What about nachos? Were there nachos? Did we did nachos. We did yeah. nachos. But I didn't do. There was the big bag. Yeah, big bag of chips, and then yeah, push this button for 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 cheese. Uh, and the the cookies were really easy to make because they were all just frozen. And you stack them on and put them in a little oven. Did little you toaster uh, oven thing we had? Did you put jalapenos on the nachos? I don't think we had anything oh. like that. That sounds like too much. Did work. you have to turn on the thing that heated the cheese? Maybe. Or was that, that up to the manager? <laughs> yeah, you yeah you needed the special key for that. You, <laughs> you, had, did, to be, you had to be you, over eighteen to press the yeah, You you and the other manager, you had to have two keys. <laughs> you had to start a thumbprint identification. Yeah, get that cheese going. Yeah, look into hot. the look into the iris machine. And that's and, yeah, and that's once you get uh, approval from the mayor. You mm-hmm. had to right. <laughs> you had to call yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah, I used to I used to make a mean snow cone. Mm. What was your first job, Steve? Uh, I my first job, if you want to be technical about it, was one week as a Walmart stock boy. Oh, amazing! I remember this story. But I I quit there uh, because I got kind of like a minor ulcer after one week of working at Walmart. <laughs> you can only watch child abuse like so many times <laughs> before you're like, I can't do this. Uh, I wish that was a joke too. It really like I saw at least three different forms of child abuse at Walmart uh, in one week. And I've seen, I haven't really necessarily seen child abuse, but I've seen a lot of creative ways to drop children on their heads. Oh, no, this was this not was necessarily on purpose. I didn't work at Walmart, but just being at them, I've seen like, oh, that was this that was, was yanking kids around by their hair and saying like, "What did I tell you about talking?" Like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Whew, that is uh, but I quit there after a week. That was not a fun job. And then I started at Godfather's Pizza, which is my first restaurant, and then I've been doing that ever since. Just restaurant. not at Godfather's, but no, just restaurants. But restaurant biz. Yeah, Godfather's, uh, Hy-Vee grocery store in their kitchen. Uh, I did a couple of different small upscale food places. One called the Sanctuary. One called the Siren. Both like really expensive, like eighteen dollar appetizer stuff. Basically, yeah. it's all on plate presentation. Then I worked at the Marriott. For a while, a long, quite a few years as a chef there, a breakfast chef there, and then I have my job now, which I won't mention to stay yeah. professional. But, but you're, uh, but you're, but you're but boss I'm still man, cooking now. You're boss man in charge now. Still no boss way. man, yeah, yeah. After still 17 is. years of it, I'm, I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I crushed the cans. I crushed the cans. It's a King of the Hill reference. <laughs> what was your first job? Uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, again, technically. I delivered. I had a paper route, but like that was with the rest of my family. Like we would all just kind of pitch in, so all the kids had the paper route. And my mom would just drive his long tandem bike. Oh, I wish. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. No, we would drive around. All right, the everyone pedal. I would take like Green Street. My brother would take like Marshall Street. Oh sure. Uh, my first job was uh, <laughs> was at a, a, a restaurant called uh, uh, the TikTok, which is under new management and has a new name. But uh, I was really good at it's making. It's called the flip flop now. Yep. <laughs> There is a uh, no Flagellans. shirt, no relaxed <laughs> fitting shoes, no service at all. For flip flops? Yeah, for, for, for flip flops. I just meant they couldn't decide what kind of food they wanted to make. <laughs> they, they do change their mind every day. No, right? no. Now it's a now it's a Cantonese. Uh, this place has the best Italian food. No, Norwegian. <laughs> I was gonna say Cantonese Norwegian fusion. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot of lutefisk over <laughs> over brown rice. It's terrifying. Uh. So, uh, no, it was TikTok, and I made really good onion rings. Mm. Like, I, I learned how to make really, really good onion rings. They called me the Lord of the Rings. Made in-house? Great. Oh, my God. 
right? Made it made in house. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I yeah made in house. I made it in house. Want to make sure that I got picked on the mic. Caleb said they called him the Lord of the Ring. They they did. They did. Okay. Um, no, no. I, so it's, it's their fault. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Good. I, actually, I learned a really bad habit that I still do today. Every time uh, someone breaks a dish or drops a plate, uh, you scream job opening. Yeah. And uh, I still do that. And like people. Sounds fun. Well, it is. Sounds like a fun way to live. And it's actually industry. really funny because one of the times you did it, the person got fired like five minutes. Later. <laughs> no. It's funny that you mentioned that. Oh, God. But I'm not sure if the, the concession stand, I think, was the first job I had to, like, like apply for and get, like, paid weekly. Because before I can't, I think before that, I started mowing a cemetery just for fun, for the art of it. No, uh, <laughs> you there should was, was, see the stuff he mowed into the lawn. Well, there's this, I, I live out in the country in Iowa and, and near us, because there's this town called Toterville, Iowa. I'm not technically from there, but they, there's a Lutheran church that we used to go to. And, uh, and they had a big cemetery there, but then there was this other tiny, random, creepy one out by my house down the gravel road that is, like, old because it's, like, one of the one of the headstones is just this long one, and then it's all just lists of names and dates of all the babies that died immediately oh, back in the day because no. it's, it's all, like, 1800s, yeah. but, it's, but they just put all the names on one mm. thing. So it's, and it's all old headstones. Like, it's just ancestors of people who are still... In the area, but no one that no one fucking knew. Yeah. But there's one one of the headstones like a huge one, like a big tall monument one. And when you're driving home past curfew, trying to get home real late from your your girlfriend's house, speeding down the road to make curfew, and you see a big looming shadow standing in the field that looks like a man, uh, you uh... you poop you poop yourself you poop in your pants. But no, I used to I used to mow that, and then I got upgraded to the other one, the one in Toterville, uh, Toterville Iowa, near the church that made more money and was bigger. Did that, and that was a good job because you don't have to work like five hours a week, and you get, I got paid like one hundred and twenty-five or one hundred and fifty bucks a week. Oh yeah. shit! And you don't have to do that good of a job because the people whose yard it is aren't gonna know. Yeah, they're not gonna know. The best part is though, when I moved to college, I gave the job to my little brother, and I always was very nervous about damaging a headstone or thing. And you'd scrape them every now and then when you're driving by. My little brother had the job for I think like two weeks. Immediately, just drove headlong into a big fucking headstone. And knocked it over. Oh god! Oh, no. And then I think he was just like, "Yeah, I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> like, just drove oh, straight no. the fuck into oh, one. Geez. And that's why Toadville's haunted now. <laughs> he disturbed him. He disturbed yeah. the rest of the ground. No, my I I can make fun of him because my little brother now is a wildland firefighter. So oh, so he's yeah. a hero. Yeah. So that's now he's awesome. now he's uh, now he spends a lot of his time knocking down trees instead of headstones. Right. That's a lot of the job is cutting trees down. Yeah. Probably protect the rest of the forest. Like with that. the lawnmower. With the, yeah, with it's, lawn, it's, it's just with a lawnmower. You have to really drive the driving you gotta, mower. You gotta get a lot of speed. Top speed, yeah, yeah. yeah top speed, and you gotta put uh, like a, a cow pusher on the front, like a, or whatever you know, like they have on trains. That really weigh down a lawnmower. I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's if you're right, going top speed, I think you're what okay. you're talking about is a tractor. You want a tractor? No, but the cow pusher is what they had on a train. Maybe it's called something else on a tractor. Like that, that claw thing on the front of a combine. It's a cow catcher. It's like a bucket. Cow catcher? Is that what it's called? I don't know. No, that's the train thing. Yeah, that's the yeah. train thing. No, are you talking you about might... like a, a oh, fucking Oh, no, one of those. What are yeah. Oh, yeah. No, those no are what are you talking about? You're agreeing with me like I'm telling you. What were you talking about? A running motor? Oh, I was. I have no idea what you would call it on a tractor, but in my brain, it was the thing that you would put on a train going at top speed. Yeah, but they speed. don't put those on tractors. That's absolutely true. In my brain, they did though, because I was like mm, thinking that in maybe Caleb Country, <laughs> in Caleb Country, Donkey like, Caleb Country. That's all. Oh, I didn't like Donkey Kong, if I'm being honest. I know we, I know you. That was a which, connection. Which recently. one, Country? I didn't like any of them really. Oh no! I know. Come on. Next month, Donkey Kong. <laughs> uh, that would be my nightmare, just because it was such a such a fun game if you hit the right age for it. But I didn't hit the right age for it and I aged out of it so now when I go back there's no nostalgia for me it's kind of just nah. a bummer because I don't feel like I know I don't have the the I don't know the feel base for it anymore. monkeys are in that game so PBR food guys <laughs> if you make what we have made you can put yourself into this Sad, yeah. Slow moving, no, slow thinking. Please make all these things, eat them, and then send us your video files of you slowly losing your mind. Yeah. That's what we would Just like. Eat your weight in food, and then try to record thirty minutes of your thoughts. <laughs> no, don't do thirty. Five. I'll, I want five. I think if you if they can get through five, they've done pretty good. Yeah. Because I 
I this, this, rem- I remember the first five minutes of this podcast, and it was me trying not to nod off. Okay. So Kayla was falling bad. asleep at the feel, beginning of this episode. I feel bad. I already nodded off in the shower this morning. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Man! Just when you thought I was tired and not with it, I come out spit hot fire, son! <laughs> Isn't nodding something that, like, uh, a wolf's penis does? Is that a thing? Wow! Isn't that a thing? Isn't nodding? Nodding? Nodding, yeah. Because it gets hard in such a way... <laughs> that it that, approves of things you're doing. That it'll lock in so it won't... Um, like not... Leak. Is that what you're saying? Not. Yes. Like nodding. I thought you said nodding. nodding. I did say nodding. Right. You said nodding. And I went nodding. And, nodding. and I doubt it's called that. I think it is. And then like it gets, like, it gets nodded. Somebody get me a wolf on the phone. <laughs> Someone get me a horny wolf on the phone. <laughs> Excuse me, Sir Wolf. I want to talk about his dick, but it doesn't. It doesn't loosen the knot until it um, hits the moon, as it. Save were. it for your other podcast. All right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about coming coming wolf soon. Penis coming podcast. soon to iTunes. The wolf wolf dick cast. With, yep. It's not. It's not to be confused with the Dick Wolf cast, which is all about Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is so make sure you're typing it in right. You don't want to get those mixed up. Very different subjects. Yep. Still, I mean, still. I mean, they're still special victims. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, PBR month. Well, let's conclude yeah. this this beast. It was. Uh, it started out with some great information that I didn't know, and it ended <laughs> with no information whatsoever. No, but but, but well, no information uh, that PBR can be used for cooking. Yeah, and, and some good things, and for its own drinking game, which most people actually. I talked to people outside of this podcast. Nobody's ever heard of Fab's Poker. You know, really? I was actually surprised. I brought up people, and people were like, "What does that mean?" And I have to even explain the concept of the, the bottle caps. Like, no one has even looked at the bottom of those, no, no. and realized there's cards underneath there. Which I'm not sure if that means nobody has ever bought a pack of pbr bottles (laughs) we also mentioned a a contest in the third episode that i want to go back to because we were really drunk when we recorded it (laughs) and we said that there were simpsons references in almost every episode i went like you said that i said that you seemed very confident Uh, in the fact that there were a lot of simpsons references uh, i was um, it turns out it's half it's like six episodes about half and we're not really expecting anybody to actually email us that but if you do we will stay true yeah to to our call to action don't don't try to find one in every episode to win i would say if you can find five simpsons references even if we just outwardly say like this is something from the simpsons because yeah. we do that most of the times we reference it so we, we we think there's about well there's a, there's about six or seven yeah some are just straight up saying this is a thing from the simpsons but, yeah but if you get yeah if you can send us at least five you'll get what, what do we say we're gonna send a picture of of the simpsons picture of the simpsons with autograph our... with our three fake names Chet Witherbang, Sven something, Spen Wet Blossom, and Lawrence Nunderton. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want that, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> but we'll we'll still we'll stay true to that. Yep. Oh. And then so so ends our PBR month. We went through uh, its history, its advertising, uh, what three idiots sound like when drinking it, and mm-hmm. uh, food, food, the food, food you food. can make from it. So I guess. This episode ends with us putting up our videos and our pictures of the food and drinks we made. Yeah, the the video we there'll be video will be up later this week if you're listening to this the day it comes out, but it'll be up around that time hopefully on our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Uh, please go to it'll be on our Facebook page where we will release it and stuff there, and also go to our Facebook page so you can see the photos of Steve and Caleb <laughs> reenacting scenes from Patrick Swayze movies, yep. which uh, has been getting a very good response. People seem to really like them. Yeah. You you guys sans shirts up in each other's business mm-hmm. yeah. uh, is just is just internet gold. Yep, everyone yep. loves it. I, um, I have to say, I, I'm tickled by the response as well. Yeah, I'm very flattered. It's, yeah. very... it's my favorite thing ever <laughs> that I've ever been a part of. It's the most rewarding bet I've ever lost. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but for, for some hot Swayze action, go yeah, there. So make sure to check that out. This is totally sidetracking to Swayze, but I feel like if there's one thing to sidetrack for, sure. Swayze. Swayze is allowed for it. I was trying to think of who, because we were thinking he he was the only person. So Roadhouse and Dirty Dancing, like go to those two movies. Mm-hmm. He made dancing look cool. Yep. And then he was also he's a very tough, intimidating looking guy. And I'm trying to think if anybody else has been able to do that. The closest I've got, I think, is Channing Tatum. 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. Being, He's the new you know, Swayze. Being, being, being able to dance and actually do it well and make it look good, and then also uh, can be intimidating, f- formidable physically. You would, I would say that maybe uh, Channing Tatum has taken on the Swayze mantle. People will look back at his movies and go, that's a weird movie, but he's wearing his he's doing it. What about Travolta? Has Travolta ever been a badass? Uh, Broken Arrow? I, wow. that's <laughs> I mean, and Sadly, that's the closest. I that was, and any, Face-Off I was are the closest. Any John Woo, any those John are the closest been. he's been. Yeah. But, I would, but he wouldn't even call him a badass. He was a loose cannon in those. But yeah. I, I was gonna no. Is he I was gonna say guy? Battlefield Earth. Isn't he he's the bad, bad guy, guy in the Punisher movies? He's not badass Movie? though. No, yeah, he's no he hires people. He's yeah. a yeah, he's, he's something weaselly. saint. Yeah, he hires people yeah, to be, right. and he's ruthless, but he's not badass. Like I'm just trying to think of movies with people who actually dance in them. Urban cowboy. Like I was gonna say Kevin Bacon, but Kevin Bacon's also never intimidating. But he he ooh, did dancing ooh. in Footloose. And what's the one movie? Where he like gets revenge for like his family being murdered by a gang. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. In, oh, uh, the Invisible Man. No. No, no, no. It came out. It was like 2006 or something. <laughs> it's good, and he's he's definitely terrifying in that. It one. was directed by the guy who did the first Saw. Who's, yeah. Who's now oh. doing the Fast and Furious movies? Oh, nice. Um, but it's like one. someone kills someone. Like basically, they're a gang initiation. They sh- kill his son to get into the gang, and it's just a random like killing. Mm. So Kevin Bacon like goes after that guy and kills that guy in the gang, and then the gang like gets retribution by killing his entire family and then kevin bacon goes after them and takes out everybody it's got a really simple title too it's just like it's a, a word yeah. um i keep looking like thinking of all like the like payback revenge yeah it's something like that it's just really vendetta <laughs> like it's something like that but i can't think of what it is yeah i don't know that i would watch the show john goodman in it yeah he plays the gang banger's father Oh, okay. Oh. I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say gangbang leader. <laughs> no, that would be... The leader of the gang, it's his, it's his brother. Then I realized I said gangbang leader. It's his younger just, brother. That, that's more of that, an eyes wide shut situation. Oh, come oh. On. Sorry, go ahead. What's up? No, it's... it's uh, <laughs> he plays the dad of the two guys. Basically, the younger brother's trying to get in the gang and kills Kevin Bacon's son, and Kevin Bacon kills him, so the older brother's the leader of the gang and, like, freaks out. But John Goodman, like, owns a gun store, and he knows his son, like, is in a gang, and he actually, like, helps them with stuff, but he couldn't give two shits. Like, he even meets Kevin Bacon, and he's like, kill him, he's a loser, I don't care, like, all this stuff. But he also then warns the son, being like, he's gonna come kill you, by the way. Spoiler alert. Sorry. (laughs) Way to go, Steve. The entire movie. If you haven't seen that movie yet, you're probably not. (laughs) Well, no, it sounds like an extremely similar plot to, um, uh, uh john wick except for there's yeah like it's a just middle man it's just straight one. action like straight yeah, vengeance just, yeah kind of kind of like a a, a a death wish movie which oh, has, yeah absolutely doesn't yeah, it yeah. have death in it oh the name and the title maybe the kevin bacon one yeah i don't know i really i actually really want to see this movie now it's, it's actually pretty good look it up just look it up i'll look at this it up point right now yeah. but but i was <laughs> actually thinking of the same yeah. thing like uh, it's got a, it's kind of got the same feel of what's the movie where the guy's like out all night and is just constantly like Killing people and fighting for his life. Batman? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, no, he doesn't kill. He doesn't kill, though. He doesn't kill. He doesn't kill, but that's still really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's something else where it's like just the guy's out all night and he runs into like the most. Death Sentence is what it's called. Death sentences? Death yes, sentence. it is death sentence. Death sentence! Nice! You got it. You got it. Uh, boom. What movie are you talking about, though? Are you talking about... Oh, no. I was going to say, I love... Falling Down? I just like... Revenge movies are fucking no, great. No, and it's not even a revenge movie. He's just, like, out at night, and he just, like, runs into, like, the sickest people all night, and he's, like, running from, like... Is it Running Scared? Running Scared. Oh, that movie's great. That's it. Oh my god, that movie's that's amazing. Oh, the, the Paul Walker one? That, yeah, that's yeah. The be- I think that's my favorite that Paul Walker movie. Up. Oh, it's so good and terrifying. It's terrifying, parts, yeah. Like, the parts that I'm thinking of are just, yeah, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Check it out. I, it's, is that Malcolm McDowell in that? I don't know. Or is it Terrence Stamp? It's one of those guys, I think. I think it's, it would be... I don't know. Or maybe not at all. Hi, I'm Logan. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're getting way off track. <laughs> so we are so, so off track. So basically, hey, don't worry. This whole fucking episode is, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But, uh, but the only thing I wanted to say is now that we've finished our PBR, check out our pictures, our videos, all that stuff. It's going to be very... That extra stuff is definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to the food and drinks, I think that adds a lot more to the episode than than yes, what, just, just, just talking us about. talking about food. But we're also gonna have all the recipes up too, so you can you yeah. can you can try them yourself. So, but you'll be able to hear what we say about them. You'll be able to look at them in video yep. form, mm-hmm. and and then fucking do it yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and make some PBR teenies. Oh, actually, yeah. 
Dude, yeah, those ones were definitely. I'm definitely gonna promote those. Res- yeah. Promote those recipes, mm-hmm. and those are a those are a advanced BS original. Yeah, that's too. what I'm saying. Because so we made them up. I yeah. mean, you guys made them up. I, I was there. But that's but that's I important. Just, I just I just workshopped them. So. But they're they're basically <laughs> a Bloody Mary and a cake martini. But they got a twist. It's enough to make it ours. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. When but, you uh, add when you add in a different spirit, it makes it a whole new yeah. drink. Uh, but I have gotten response from people who have listened to to part three already. Uh, that I've talked to, uh, everyone says your story of running down the railroad tracks is fucking bonkers. That's bonkers. Every, everyone's just <laughs> like that story is so fucking random and confusing. I just I, not confusing, but confusing in your state of mind. Why you were just like, yeah, that makes sense. Basically, when Steve is drunk and left alone, he has to find his way back into his own bed. Yeah, that makes and sense. so that's the problem. Is I've had that a Dude, lot. Dude, you had a running scared night. Kind of, <laughs> but not as cool. But it used yeah, to be like, it was like a, it was a skunk skating. and a man with Dr. Pepper. In Iowa, City, <laughs> in Iowa City, it used to be like a 30-minute, like, oh, he's out and it's 30 minutes and he's just wandering trying to get back to his house because it's Iowa City. Chicago, though, this is my first time being like left to fend for myself in Chicago with no phone and no money. And it, it didn't end wisely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely so not. I'll, I'll prepare better in the future so that doesn't happen again. Or maybe not. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, uh, we did get an email about uh, drinking stories, but it was just it was my brother emailing, being like, "You should talk about when you got drunk first time at college with me," because I did. I got hammered playing Edward Forty Hands and hockey and other games, and then was at a bar. I'm like 16, but they had a bar that they could just drink at. No one cared. Logan, 16 year olds can't drink. I know legally. 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 Yeah, but I'm a fucking maverick. <laughs> and we're at the bar. I think I've I told, waited until I. Was I'm pretty sure I've told you guys this story before. But I was hammered. And well, all, we also did. It was me and all these college football players, and we did pass rush drills out in the front yard. <laughs> and one of them was being scouted by the Denver Broncos. Which, <laughs> so I got knocked on my ass a couple times, hammered. This is my first time like being drunk. Yeah. And then we uh, we went to the bar, and someone's like, "Come with me." I'm like, "Okay." And I got a three Wiseman shot at oh, the yeah. bar. Oh, which is yeah. uh, what Jack, Jim, and Jose is now it is. Oh. Yep. I had that, uh, in a, and it's not a proper double shot. It was a Dixie cup that they just kind of fill to yeah. ice. So it was mostly just a it's full just, glass. Your mouth fills with spit when you get yeah. down. Yeah, and those. I slammed it and then immediately blacked out. And I remember coming to and someone being like, to have a drink of a beer. I took a drink of the beer and then felt I was going to vomit and decided to block my mouth, which then just made it spray around. Yeah. It just created, just created a valve for it to spray all around everywhere and then on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, and then and that was that was my intro to drinking. Well, I didn't I didn't tell it before because it wasn't a PBR related, but oh. since since the the fan wants it, yeah, <laughs> the fan, the fan. Are we doing first drinking stories? Because I could tell you about the time I was fifteen at a party. That's right, Good. fifteen, Steve. Ooh, and uh, and it was like it was one Aren't of those. Are you a big man? <laughs> my brother was DJing the party. And was uh, it was like a birthday party out in like a farmhouse, and so he set up, brought out all his DJ equipment, and uh, uh, the cops came, of course. Sure. And I ran out into the cornfield, and I had, I think I'd had two or three beers. Just saw but... you running into Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out into the cornfield and vanished, and yelled, and and just yelled, uh, uh, "Brother, I love you!" and ran out into the. Cornfield, because my brother stayed with all of his equipment, and they didn't like ID him or anything, because he was just DJing. No, DJs party. get party immunity, yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> like they're they're doing God's work. <laughs> DJ immunity. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to tell my first drinking story. I was, you don't have to. No, I was I, I was underage. I was, and we were totally. I don't underage. know. I was just like even now. I'm just like I I. I was young. I wasn't as young as 15. I, I, oh, I mean, I was I, oh, 17 or something when I first started drinking, yeah. I think. I mean, I did, and and, and started drinking is a, is a heavy term. Like, that was that was the the three beers I had and then didn't drink for two more years. Mine like. was just a camp out with, with some friends, and we sat around the bonfire, and we drank Coors and Soco, and that was pretty much it. And just kind of just chew the fat around a fire. And then somebody who was sober took us to, to Walmart at like 3 in the morning so we could buy some Frankenberry. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Because I was craving it. That's a good So that's then good we story. smoked cigars and ate Frankenberry, which after a night of drinking SoCo and then smoking cigars and then eating Frankenberry, that 
did not taste good when I woke up in the morning. You had, <laughs> you had legitimate cat shit mouth. That, that, that mixture in my mouth when I woke up was just awful. But I had so much chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me a man instantly. Yep. Uh, well, yeah. anyway, we could probably wrap up here, but we should say what next month is. Next month. Ooh. Starting next week is Space! space. 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 It's space. It's space. Space. Outer space. <laughs> Outer space, mostly, yeah. Just... All the all the stuff that's outside of Caleb our... got a gleam in his eye, and I think it's because he thought of inner space. That is amazing <laughs> that you knew that because you said outer space. Said and outer like, space, and you got excited. Are we going to talk about the movie Inner, which has nothing to do with space except for a movie at all? Called Inner Space. Yeah, it's Martin Short and uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid goes into Martin Short, and then Meg Ryan plays his love interest and like has to. And like, there's a guy with a robot hand. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, and then and then you don't know the movie no, Inner Space. No, no and two, I'm so surprised you don't. It's of that era oh, it's that so you good. That oh you my only god, know it's so. It, there's like parts of it that are cheesy and parts that are like really great and weird sci-fi, like biology stuff that is kind of nonsensical. It's hmm. great. Oh my gosh, Dennis Quaid gets injected into Martin Short's ass. We've all been there with a syringe, not oh, a syringe. Oh, no, no, it's not, deep. not just. I don't know. Intimately, yeah. So space, space, space. space. Yeah, and I love that you got that. Off and just we'll, I did just. We'll get into a, a lot of a lot, lot of different space stuff. topics. It'll be kind of like dinosaurs, I think. It'll be a scientific yeah. exploration. Go we're gonna we're gonna space. try to find because there's a lot of things that cover space. There's like, there's podcasts that cover space shows. Cover space. We're gonna find our way of looking at it and and ways yeah. to come at it. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a five week month yep. of mm-hmm. space. So and every episode will be live from the space station. <laughs> Which is what I call Logan's apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, and it won't be live. None of what I said was true. Just <laughs> <laughs> a liar. Basically, just just keep doing what you're doing, and you'll and you'll hear it. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it's a like like we said, it's a five five Tuesday month, so five episodes on space on space. So get ready for that. Caleb's ready. Huh? Oh, I'm ready. All right, I'm All right. ready. Get out it. there and enjoy some PBR and make Daddy proud. <laughs> What'll you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Pap's Blue Ribbon. What'll you have?